I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking with Mike Mello, CISO at Life Labs Medical Laboratory based in Canada. Mike will be speaking to us about some of the steps his organization has been taken to strengthen its cybersecurity in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. So Mike, just to start, could you briefly describe your organization, what Life Labs is? Life Labs is the largest medical laboratory and leading diagnostics and health technology provider in Canada. We have supported Canadians' health for over the past 50 years by providing them and their healthcare providers with quality laboratory diagnostic results. We also support uh, over 20 million visits annually and conduct over 100 million laboratory tests with our cutting edge uh, diagnostic technology. And we have been and continue to be committed in supporting Canadians to live healthier lives and operating Canada's first commercial genetics lab and the country's largest online portal, a healthcare portal with more than 5 million Canadians receiving their results online. So Mike, with that said, what are some of the top cybersecurity challenges facing your organization, but also the healthcare sector in general in Canada these days, especially during the pandemic? You know, I think most organizations and industries are challenged by the pandemic in a, in a unique way. Uh, in, in the healthcare space, you know, there's there's a couple trends that have been emerging over the past year and just a little bit further. And you know, I'd say the, one of the the greatest ones is the is the increase of ransomware attacks on the healthcare systems. These adversaries are becoming more relentless, and also inventing new ways in how they generate and deliver their attacks. You know, I'd say that that's probably the most prominent attack vector that these adversaries are delivering to healthcare organizations. And it's challenging defending against them, especially since the healthcare industry is constantly changing right now with the actual pandemic and how we operate. So I would say that is the second threat that we've seen in the healthcare industry and space is COVID-19. How are organizations responding to the demand and showing the organizational resiliency for delivering, whether that be vaccines or in telemedicine or COVID testing results? And also, how are we enabling our customers to have easier and more digital access to their health records? So with things becoming more digital and, and online, it, it definitely changes the landscape in which we have to protect our information, also our customers' information. So that's been a challenge. I'd also say the agility required. So in traditional senses, cybersecurity, you know, we have our governance structures and assurance of new projects or new programs and applications being developed for an organization. And those aren't necessarily as agile as maybe the businesses need them to be nowadays with how COVID is changing the landscape of operations. So what one of the things that we've actually done is we've implemented a harmonized impact assessment that, that really takes security threat risk assessment, a privacy impact assessment, and a business impact assessment and consolidates it into one, allowing us to be more agile and consolidated for the organization to ensure that we have the confidence in our assurances and our governance processes to deliver on secure technologies. 
So now, Mike, I also understand that you recently launched a new vulnerability disclosure program with Bug Crowd. Could you please tell us a little bit about that? How does the program work and why did you launch that? So it's actually something that we're very excited about, the partnership with Bug Crowd, as we're one of the first healthcare organizations to implement the vulnerability disclosure program with them. In my sense, how I like to look at it is I view it as a neighborhood watch program. Right. It, it ultimately, we're engaging and collaborating with the security research community. It promotes the sense of see something, say something. And it allows us to really strengthen our security posture of Life Labs online tools, our applications, and our portals. And, you know, I think the importance of, you know, these VDPs, as, as I call them, is it's more than just another tool in, in your box, right? It's uh, it really elevates the level of proactiveness for an organization. So, you know, adversaries have been sharing information and working together for the longest time. And I think organizations really need to start working with the cybersecurity community and really elevate their defenses. I think we're trying to be one of the global leaders in healthcare around cybersecurity. You know, our philosophy is to be transparent and also leverage all these you know, tremendous resources in the community that can not only help us, but also our customers. You know, and I'd say one of the challenges that we really wanted to solve with this program is, you know, how can we be doing better by our customers and, and those who identify security-related issues with our platforms? So, you know, this program really streamlines the process of accepting uh, triaging and rapidly remediating issues and vulnerabilities as they're identified. And one of our biggest commitments that we've made to our customers and also publicly is our goal to become an ISO 27001 certified organization. So this VDP program really allows us to meet those compliance requirements of the ISO standard uh, because it includes continuous monitoring, workflows for audit trails, uh, incident investigations, and it reports uh, measuring the effectiveness and the status of, the, of our technical controls. So, you know, I'd say implementing the VDP is really a key piece in our overall commitment to protecting our customers' healthcare data. And our, our goal has always been to continue innovating and offering the best protection and platform and customer experience when accessing digital health records. So the vulnerabilities that would be disclosed under the program, would they be vulnerabilities that are found in you know the diagnostic equipment or what sort of systems are we talking about? Yeah, so this is you know the systems in which we've developed to you know for our portal access. So these are the systems in which you know our customers are logging in. They're the systems in which our customers have access to their PHI information. So it's you know it's a public facing service. It's a massive portal. It's similar. Think think of it similar to how the banks have their online banking portals, right? This is your online healthcare portal uh, and access to your personal information. So this is why it's so important for us to really start thinking outside of the box on how can we really deliver the best security posture for these portals. And, and we're doing that by collaborating with the research community. Is the portal something that the patient accesses to see their test results? Is it something that the healthcare providers access? Is it both? Who's the user? 
So the user is both. So we have various programs in which we have direct B2C engagement with our customers. So they would access their online results. If you were to go get you know, your blood taken at one of our patient service centers, you would be able to uh, log into your online account and view your results. And that's fairly available in a speedy fashion. And then I'd also say that you know, our healthcare providers also have different portal access for their patients as well when they engage with Life Labs for their testing requirements. So Mike, with that said, what other steps have you taken to enhance secure access and services to your online portal, especially during the pandemic? Anything in particular that you've done? We've actually recently launched our new My, My Care Compass portal. And that essentially combines all the great features we had from our My, our My Results portal and our eHealth portal. So we really looked at a consolidated approach, kind of a single pane of glass in which it's only one place where customers have to log into to find their their lab results or book appointments to understand the lab results and reports in, in plain language and, and also book virtual consultations with Life Lab healthcare provider partners. This portal was designed and developed with security best practices in mind. So we ensured that went through all of our security rigor and and like I referenced earlier, our harmonized impact assessment, you know, really looked at what do we need to do here, given that it is a tier one application, it's public facing, the infrastructure underneath it is is hardened to the CIS benchmark levels uh, in which they need to be. And, and also, you know, aligning to the OWASP attack framework to ensure that we had the proper protections in play. We also do regular pen penetration testing against our applications as well. So we've you know, run this application really through the gauntlet of security and have really ensured that our entire security technology solution stack is prevalent on all of the assets and even the backend infrastructure as well. And finally, Mike, because the portal is public facing, are there any particular special challenges in terms of, again, you know, public facing portal and, you know, extra steps that you've needed to take or other concerns that you're focused on because of that? Yeah, we're always looking at new ways in which we can provide better security. And, you know, when it comes to public portals, customer identity and authentication is always a, is always a key piece and element to your security stack. So, you know, we are continuing through our journey and, you know, making appropriate enhancements where, where we need to in our customer identity access management program, in our customer authentication portfolio, you know, we've also investigated in implementing fraud detection capabilities as well. So, you know, one of the biggest concerns I would say when accessing customer portals is the uh, password reuse, right? So uh, lots of times customers or people just reuse the same password for various different platforms. And if any of those platforms would ever be breached, you know, that password could eventually be reused to access other people's information uh, on different platforms themselves. So we're, you know, we're, we've looked at different ways in which, you know, how can we get a, a step ahead of that? So we've got some really great things coming out this year as well that will also continue to enhance our capabilities as the threat landscape is always changing. There's always these new types of attacks, new types of vectors in which these adversaries are trying to take advantage of. So we're trying to take one step ahead and Again, that's why we came out with the Vulnerability Disclosure Program to be more proactive when it comes to our customer online portals, 
uh, it's not just us looking at it. It's also, you know, the security research community as well. Thanks, Mike. I've been speaking to Mike Mello of Life Labs. I'm Marianne Kobasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.